Hello and welcome to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. This is the podcast helping you step into your power by owning your expertise, fully embodying your mission, and rising to the next level of entrepreneurship to help the world thrive while you create your massive impact and, of course, your income. I'm beyond excited to have you here, so let's dive into today's episode. Hello, lovely humans, and welcome back to the podcast. It has been a few weeks, um, but I'm super, super excited today to talk about confidence as a coach. Now, this is something that I'm talking about in the middle of this Black Lives Matter movement. And so, yes, it does feel extremely weird. Um, However, I will be doing a whole nother podcast on changes that are being made to Johnny Agresta, Johnny Marie Agresta Coaching, um, LLC, so that you guys will be aware of my stance and what I'm doing in my life. Um, I just really think that it's important to share that with you guys, but however, I am not ready to do so. So when I am ready, then you will definitely be hearing from me. Um, right now, I'm just doing my my job to really process and understand what this means for me as a human, and therefore, I can continue um, to shift my business in an appropriate way because I'm in 100% support of the Black Lives Matter movement and active anti-racism and active inclusivity and all those beautiful things. But I think it's really important for me to process before I share, and I recommend for you guys to do the same. With that being said, let's get into today's topic. Um, Being a strong coach, being a confident coach, being confident and strong entrepreneur, like it all comes down to the same thing about your beliefs about yourself your beliefs about your capabilities, your belief about your programs, your belief about what is possible and how you transform clients. And when we can really be secure in ourselves, then we can project that onto our podcast or through our podcasts, through our social media, through our emails, et cetera, et cetera. So being confident as a coach is a topic that we cover in depth in the Rise and Thrive group coaching program. I still have 10 spots available. We've already had three three people sign up. Um, I've expanded the amount of people I'm taking this round because I'm lessening the amount of one-on-one clients I have. Um, So yeah, so if you guys are interested in becoming more confident, we dive really freaking deep into this in Rise and Thrive. Okay, now let's get into some teaching content. (laughs) So the first thing that I want to talk about is being confident with who you serve. Your ideal client is something that should just like be able to roll off of the tip of your tongue. Who you serve, how you serve them, what you help them with, what you help them achieve needs to be so freaking secure. Most entrepreneurs that I talk to are very wishy-washy with who they serve, are very wishy-washy with the transformation they give. They're not very sure. And when you are wishy-washy with it and you are unsure of it, it comes across in your confidence, 
right? For example, the Rise and Thrive group coaching program is for the beginner entrepreneur, the person who is making less than a few thousand dollars a month in their online business. So if you have an in-person practice or an in-person, you know, in-person clients as a personal trainer, um, or as a mental health practitioner or something of that nature, you can hundred percent join the program. But if you have already been in business and you're already making consistent 5k months, consistent 10k months, this is going to be more basic information, right? So I'm very, very secure with who it's for and who it's not for people who it's for want to get a strong foundation to learn who their ideal client is, to learn how to get connected to their mission, to learn what their mission is, and to learn how to build a business off of that mission, off of that deep, deep burning passion. I accept life coaches into it, mental health practitioners. Um, I even work with financial coaches in there. Um, Anybody who wants to change the health, happiness, spirituality, connectedness, wealth of society are the people that I work with, right? So I'm very, very clear with that. If I asked you right now, for whatever upcoming program you're launching or whatever program you just launched or whatever the case may be, who do you serve? Is that something that you can just have roll off your tongue, right? If it's not, then it needs to take some work and that's okay. We get to work on our ideal clients all the time. Mine even constantly switches or I constantly add depth to who I'm working with and constantly get more clear, even though I've been in business for this online business, at least for the past 14 months, right? So I recommend on like the strategy level and like the tactical level, keep journaling about who you actually want to help. Who does it light you up or what lights you up to help people with? Like getting really, really, really clear with that. The next level to that is what are the internal and the external pain points that you help people with? Internal pain points are way more important than the external pain points. For example, if I were to look at the current Rise and Thrive um, group coaching launch, the external pain points of people who have already joined and those of you that might be listening are that you are in a lot of debt, you don't have a lot of money coming in, and you want more money. You want to pay down that debt, right? You want more money in your bank account. You want to live a life of freedom, whatever that means to you, right? All of the external things, you want to be able to buy a house. You want to be able to buy all these things and not have a worry about the money, right? And that's perfectly fine. Like those are fucking beautiful. Like Joe and I just moved into our current house. Um, We're only renting it. Um, I'm a firm believer that my money is better spent in my business than in a down payment in a house. So I'd rather continuously invest in my team, continuously invest in my business rather than um, putting a $50,000 down payment on a house or $100,000 or $200,000. I don't know. Texas is really cheap, honestly, depending on how big of a house I wanted um, and put it into my business, right? So living in this, we have a 2000 square foot house right now, living in this beautiful house and my new office and all these things like is absolutely amazing. We get to have all those things. Money brings us a lot of like material things and material things also contribute to how we feel. Right. And the internal aspect of money is the struggles of not feeling fulfilled the struggles of being in a nine to five that pays you like shit. Oh my goodness. One time as a dietitian, I took on a job that paid me less than $20 an hour. I had like 
seven years of schooling and I had one of the highest degrees possible as a dietitian and I was going to pay less than $20 an hour. I was so miserable, not just like the $20 an hour that sucked, but, um, the fulfillment of the job. Like I hated, hated, hated going in every single day, working right next to the kitchen. I was in a long-term care facility and a rehab facility. So I was both clinical and long-term care dietitian. And I hated sitting behind a computer. Oh my goodness. And while I know our job as dietitians is so much more than just being like the food lady, like, let's be real. That's what we get fucking termed. And it's so annoying when you get called up to a patient's room and you have to ask them, Hey, do you want cornflakes or Cheerios? <laughs> like I didn't go to school for that. Right. Is And like, yes, we did so much more. Yes. There were so many times where I actually really helped people, um, and, and save their lives. Um, and help them really understand about their health and stuff like that. But I just knew that there was so much more, right? I was so, so, so unfulfilled. And same thing as a personal trainer. I got burned out. I got really, really tired. I would work from 4 a.m. to 10 p.m. And even when I was making good money, because you can make really good money as a personal trainer, um, I was just like, uh, this is not for me. I want to do more than this. You know, 99% of health is not just working out in the gym. It's everything else that goes into it. And I really, really saw that. I really saw a need for that. And that's what I wanted to do. And that's why I became a health coach online, right? So there's internal pain points that you guys have, and those are way more significant than the external. Oh, you can make as much money as you want. And oh, you could live a life of freedom. And oh, you can get paid to do podcasts and influence people and speak on your knowledge. Like there's so much more to that. You know what I mean? And when we really speak to our clients' internal pain points, your clients' internal pain points, it's really, really important to know them so that you can speak on them and you can really touch them and really get connected to them. When we talk about connectedness and we talk about content that converts, you 100% will be way more connected with your ideal clients if you can talk to their internal pain points. It's so, so, so key. And sales, when you can talk to somebody's internal pain points, their internal dialogues, like what is the thing that they're telling themselves when they wake up every single morning? Like how does that impact their desire to change, whether it's health, whether it's spirituality, whether it's anxiety, whether it's financial coaching, like whatever it is, what do they tell themselves in the morning? This is such, such, such a huge key. When I was a health coach, I would always talk about the cycle of like binging in the evening, restarting the next day, and then come the morning, I would like facepalm and be like, motherfucker, I binged again. I ate a thousand calories last night. I feel like shit. I look like shit. I'm going to starve myself this morning because I don't deserve to eat. I would squeeze my stomach into weird positions. Like sharing all of those things really gets people connected to you. Just like you might really resonate with my story as a personal trainer or my story as a registered dietitian. Know your internal client, your internal, the internal pain points of your clients. Okay. Next, I want you guys to really own your truth and stay focused. So many people go throughout their journey of entrepreneurship and don't speak their truth. 
They don't speak their truth. They talk on what they think their ideal client wants. For example, one launch that I did, I got so stuck in like the typical marketing using your ideal clients like wording that I got really stuck in selling weight loss. Even though I was gaining weight, which is also fine. Like if you're gaining weight and you're selling weight loss, it's perfectly fine. Um, But I just felt super, super out of alignment with it. And I was like, no, people want to lose weight. I'm going to sell that. I'm going to sell that. I'm going to sell that. And guess what? No one signed up. I think I ended up signing one client and it ended up being a one-on-one client, not even a group coaching client, which was the actual launch. And I just felt so disconnected to my messaging. I was talking about like, fat hanging over like in lingerie and even though that's a thing like I don't know who can actually fit into lingerie comfortably you either have no boobs or smaller boobs than you need or bigger boobs than you need or you know your ass is too big or your ass is too small or it's up your vagina like it's just not comfortable right and so (laughs) that's one aspect but For me, that falls under like the body positivity category and loving yourself versus changing yourself because you hate the fat that's hanging over your lingerie. Like that's an external thing that really doesn't fucking matter because you can just buy a bigger size lingerie. Like it's not a big deal. The internal pain points of you stopping yourself from having sex is the thing that resonates deeply. And so when I took the approach of just, oh, the physical and the external pain points, yes, it might be there. Yes, you might feel uncomfortable in your body, but what does that mean for your life? Like, that's the thing that people buy. I always used to have a saying as a health coach that if I could get somebody to cry on the sales call, if I could get somebody to cry on the sales call, I knew I had them. And while that might sound douchey, it's just the truth. Because if somebody can really fucking open up to you, if somebody can open up to you to the point where they can be so vulnerable and cry in front of you, then they trust you and they're in a place of wanting true change. Not saying you have to make anyone cry. Like we don't make anyone cry. But when you can have that deep of a conversation, that's key. And you know what? That client's going to sign on with you and they're going to be an epic fucking success. Even if they didn't lose all the weight and even if they didn't, they're not a hundred percent, you know, saving all the money that they told themselves they would. And they're not a hundred percent with their morning routine and their evening, blah, 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 blah. Like they know that they've opened up to you so much and they've never opened up to somebody like that, let alone themselves. And that you are making a true transformation with them. And we know transformations take the rest of our lives to do and continuously revisit because we're never done. You know what I mean? So it's really important to own your truth. Own what you want to share with people. Own how you want to change this world. Don't just say what you think people want because it's not going to go well. Other people can sell weight loss. Other people can sell getting abs. If that's not something you want to change or sell, then don't fucking do it. It's not going to come off genuine. And if you don't sound genuine, no one's going to buy. And that's why no one bought then. Even though I had so many leads, so many leads, um, it just didn't work for me, right? Next, the topic of how to keep your clients motivated. So there's two types of mindsets I want to talk about right now. One is the coach mindset. And one is the client, the client success and the client mindset. So as a coach, guys, please listen to me. You are not responsible for your client's results. You are not responsible for their wins and you are not responsible for their not so wins. 
when you preach about how epic your clients' transformations are. Yes, we take ownership of the tools we taught them and how we help them shift. But they, they took the action. They took the action. If you're listening to me right now and you adopted this mindset, you took the fucking action. I didn't make you do anything. I just started, I just sat on my floor in my office without any sort of like chairs or anything right now. And I just talked, but you took the action. You are responsible for your transformation around this new mindset, right? I just give the tools. I just give the strategies. I just guide. I just coach. I just give you guys insight. I do a lot of like little anecdotes about my life and my business and what I've experienced as a as a coach, as a trainer, as a dietitian, as an entrepreneur. But you actually take the action. So when we get stuck in showing our clients wins as a result of like, oh, this is my coaching, I got this client results, we are attaching ourselves so strongly to their results. And then you know what? The next client who doesn't get the greatest results or the next time that one client who got great results that week, but then two weeks from then fell into that dark hole that we're always like falling back into and they don't get those amazing results, you're going to feel like shit. And if we base our confidence off of other people, off of the, how many likes we got or how, or how much weight the client lost or how successful our clients are or this or that, we're going to continuously be in this up and down roller coaster of client successes and confidence, right? My confidence around my group coaching program, Rise and Thrive, comes from the transformation that I know people get when they put in the fucking work and they use my tools. If you use someone else's tools, would you get results? I don't know because I don't know you <laughs> unless I do, which feel free to ask me. But like, there's so many programs out there that can work. Honestly, whatever program I had went into, Initially, when I started my business, I would have flourished. I would have done so, so, so well. Why? Because I was committed to taking the action. Very simple. Not that the program that I started with and the programs I've been in haven't been amazing, but I would have learned what I needed to learn and continue to apply and continue to grow because that's just the type of person I am. It's not dependent on a specific coach. It's dependent on the relationship you have with yourself and dependent on the relationship you have with that coach, right? So in the past Rise and Thrive cohort that's finishing, we have one client who made $7,500 in his business, a few other clients who made a few thousand dollars in their business, and some clients who didn't make any money at all because they didn't launch, and they shifted their, um, their entire business and realized they weren't owning their truth, right? So does everybody get varied results? Of fucking course. Am I going to think that my, am I going to let my confidence decrease because one client or two clients didn't launch? No, that's on them to do the work and consistently own their truth and consistently notice when they're falling off and come to me for help, right? I don't know what's in your brain. I don't know what's going on, right? Coaching is a relationship. It's not just one-sided where you have all the answers and the client, you know, just magically I don't know, magically just takes all the action. Like there's always times we fall off, right? So every single client will get exactly what they need from working with you. Very simple. No matter how epic of a coach you are, there are going to be clients who don't get the result that they wanted. And that's because everybody's path is different. And that is perfectly fucking fine. So confidence is an internal thing. Confidence is a choice. 
Confidence is not something that you get when you reach a certain amount of money or confidence is not something you get when you've coached a certain amount of clients through a transformation. Confidence comes from you being so clear about who you're helping, how you're helping them and what you are capable of because you all are fucking capable of epic as fuck shit. (laughs) Is that a statement? (laughs) We're going with it. You just are. Why? Because you're a human. Why? Because you are fucking brilliant. Yes, you have more to learn. We all have more to learn. But that doesn't mean you cannot be confident where you are. Yes, the more you work with clients, the more tools you have in your toolbox. Am I more confident now than I was 12 years ago when I started coaching? We're going on 12 years, so I typically just round up. So we're going to go 12 years. Um, Then when I had my first client, of course, I remember walking into that first client's house. Oh my goodness, I should not have been a trainer. (laughs) Poor lady. (laughs) And I had no clue what I was doing. I was like, ah, we're going to lunge and then we're going to bicep curl and then we're going to do some abs and then we're going to walk and then we're going to do this. And I had no clue. I had no clue about programming. I had no clue about anything. I was just pulling shit out of my ass. If I were to train someone right now, would I feel more confident? A thousand percent. Would that mean that there would be clients that didn't get results? A thousand percent. Would that mean that there weren't times where I was I deal with a client or would have dealt with a client that I wasn't sure of how to help them? Of course. But the thing is, is that confidence is an internal thing. And if you are not confident with yourself, then how are you going to, and the transformation that you can give, then how are you going to get more clients? How are you get clients to be confident in investing in you? Right? So decide from right now, from today, I am going to be a confident fucking human. I'm going to be a confident entrepreneur. Why? Because I decided it. I decided to because I am not responsible for my client's results. I'm responsible for my own results, actually. And when I'm doing the things to get more of the results that I want in my life, that increases my confidence. Very simple. Take responsibility for your own results right now. And when you are confident with that, it will come off. And you can get the strategies to become a better programmer to learn how to train people in a better way, to, you know, go deeper with your clients than just the external result. Those are things that you can learn. Does that mean that you're not confident? No. It just means you're confident and you want to learn this tool. Very simple. So one of the big things that I do in Rise and Thrive is I help, I show you guys rather, because you guys will learn as you grow, but I show my clients how to go deeper with their own clients how to go deeper with their own clients so that they can get deeper results. Deeper than just the external. And when you can go really deep with the clients and you can help them on a whole life basis, not just a let's look at your nutrition and fitness. Also, you're going to get bored of shit if you're just doing that for 10 years. I guarantee that. So might as well start now. (laughs) Um, But go deeper with the whole human then you will, number one, maintain that client lifelong. You will have their interest lifelong. They will keep coming back to you. They will keep looking up to you. Whether or not they're paying you or not, it doesn't matter because they will continuously be influenced by you. I have some clients that started working with me in health coaching like 10 months ago and then became a business client. And I was like, whoa, she's like, yeah, I didn't even know I wanted this, but I trust you and I trust our relationship and I absolutely love what we do together and the way we speak and how deep you go and blah, blah, blah. 
So I'm going to pay you and let's see what happens. And now she's running a self-love and empowerment coaching business. Um, charging $500 for just one week of working with her. It's fucking epic. And that is a group program too. So learn how to go deep with your clients. And then when the person falls off of their nutrition or fitness or, you know, whatever routine and recommendations you're giving them, you have something else to talk about. And another focus, also that other focus is probably the thing that's preventing them from showing up. That's preventing them from showing up just like, and like following the recommendations, just like here, if you're not confident with the, the transformation you're giving yourself and doing the things for yourself, then you're not going to be confident with coaching anybody else through it, no matter how much you know. If you're a dietitian or you've had extensive schooling, like raise your hand if you went through all the schooling and you're like, wow, I feel like I know nothing <laughs> because there's always so much more to learn, you know? And the good thing about investing in a business coach or a coaching program is general, in general is that you only get the things you need to know as opposed to schooling where you learn like everything in the world and you remember like one-tenth of it. <laughs> And then you still have Google and you probably just Google it anyway, right? So take responsibility for your own transformation and encourage your clients to do the same. Encourage your clients to do the same by helping them become more self-aware. Understand, why am I thinking this? Why am I talking in this way? What do I really feel? How did I use my time today? right? Um, Joe and I have a practice in the evening where he's actually a client finishing up the current Rise and Thrive group coaching cohort. And we ask each other, how do we think we spend our time today? Where do we feel like we can improve? What are we proud of ourselves for? What are we grateful for today? We're constantly reflecting and being more self-aware of our speech, of our thoughts. We correct each other if we notice negative self-talk. Like it's this constant thing that we get to do in order to have more success. Because if we're not aware of the things that we're saying, if we're not aware of the things we're doing and you're not helping your clients be more aware and they're just running to you when they have a question, which is fine, but they also need to think about it themselves. They also need to be able to talk themselves through the, the strategies that you have learned or taught them rather in order to actually have a lifelong transformation. That's why educating your clients is so, so, so important and not just telling them what to eat or telling them what to do and, and holding them accountable like they hold themselves accountable. You know, like yes, paying someone actually makes you do the shit, but ultimately it's their, their job to hold themselves accountable. So it's important for you as the coach to say that, hey, your results are on you I'm here to guide, I'm here to coach, I'm here to give you strategies and help you through the hard, the hard stuff and help you be really fucking proud because typically we don't ever um, practice how proud we are of ourselves, right? We're proud of everyone else but ourselves because what we do is never good enough, right? We have to change that. And so by you letting your client know that and then helping them become really self-aware and constantly reflect on their actions, habits, thoughts, they can actually start to take responsibility for their results, not you. And that is key to coaching a client through a transformation confidently. Right? I used to think as a trainer, if I taught my client too much, that they would leave or that they, yeah, essentially that they would leave. 
And that is 100% false. Because if you're actually teaching them, they're learning. People like to learn things that actually help them become better humans, that actually help them transform, that give them more of what they want. Right? So if you are to teach your clients things, that means you're just going to get better fucking results. And that's beautiful. That's beautiful. They get results. You either get an epic, epic um, testimonial or they keep coming back or and they keep coming back. Right? Clients won't stay with you if they don't get the results that they want, which is fine. Sometimes it just happens and that client gets to be responsible for their own results. They're going to blame you and all of those things, but ultimately it's their responsibility not yours, right? So you have to be responsible for your own results, especially as a coach, okay? Last but not least, part of this conversation is helping your clients act from a place of self-love and positivity. We all fall down that negative spiral. We all fall down that self-hate, that guilt, that, oh, we suck as a human, especially after this week with the Black Lives Matter movement. All of this guilt, all of this struggles just surfaced and we there's so many things in my life that I feel guilty for so many things that I in my life I feel guilty for as a white woman and being a part of a predominant like mainly white family I have some Spanish family members um but other than that everyone's like Greek and Italian and that's really it all right so there's so many things that I feel guilty for but is that going to make me change no change out of guilt change out of hate does not last we can only change lifelong if we love ourselves into changing or if we love something else enough to change, right? So I love every human on this earth. I love every colored human. I love black people. I love Asian people. I love Indian people. I have lots of Pakistani friends, um, just every human. And so I love them enough to fucking stand up. Right? I love them enough to stand up to people who I see being racist. Right? I love them enough to support their culture, to support their race in my business and actively seek out more colored clients. Right? Why? Because I want to see them succeed. I want to see them feel included. Not just passively where I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm inclusive. No, like actively. Right? That comes from love, loving other people and loving myself to make the changes. And so the more we can stay positive about the changes we're making, the less we fall down that negative spiral of like, oh, I fucking suck as a human. I have to go back 27 years of my existence and 400 years of oppression of black people to undo this. Like, You can't do that. Number one, that's just not possible. Number two, all we get to do is move forward and reflect. Again, reflection <laughs> and acting from a place of love and changing from a place of love. In addition, your client will, and you and me and everybody will be so much more successful the more we focus on that positivity. I have a client right now who literally is about to sign her first client. I'm so excited. She had an epic sales call. They're just deciding on like the date that they're going to start. Um, but she came to me, I think last week or maybe it was yesterday, I don't remember, saying that, Johnny, I've had like five people on my master classes and she's been hosting a few of them in workshops. Um, she sends out email lists. She does all of these trainings. She has people interested in her, DMing her. She's hopping on sales calls, working on her sales capabilities. We're working on her sales process, all those things. And she was like, but I didn't get the three clients I wanted. 
right? And then fast forward a week, magically she gets a client and then she has two more sales calls, which there you get three clients, right? Um, but she was so stuck in the fact that she didn't get it for May. And that's what we had planned that I was just like, Hey, you literally have all of these leads, all of these people listening to you, people reaching out. That has never happened. They are viewing you as an authority. They are getting transformations with you, even just on your masterclasses and your workshops. Like that is fucking gold. That is gold. Okay, so you didn't sign the three clients and we're likely signing them within the next two weeks. But does that mean that you weren't successful last month? Absolutely not, because you did so much lead generation. You actually got interest. You were honing in on your confidence. You were owning the thing you actually want to do in life. Like, that is amazing. (laughs) And she's like, oh, shit. Yeah, I didn't realize that. She goes, I feel really blessed to have, like, five people active. I've had clients who have tried to get people onto masterclasses, and it didn't happen. And even I have hosted some masterclasses, especially in the beginning of my business, where I barely had anybody on there. And it was the most awkward and just most uncomfortable thing. (laughs) Right? So the fact that she's having this engagement is amazing. So celebrate your wins every single day. Celebrate your wins. And know that more is coming. And know that you're going to continue to do the things. Why? Because you love yourself enough. You love your ideal client enough to actually help them. You love your mission enough. You are dedicated to your mission. And when you stay dedicated to your mission, you stay motivated. When you stay motivated, your clients stay motivated. Right? If you've ever had an experience with a client, if you have ever worked with clients before, where all of a sudden, like you just felt this like low energy from both of you. And every time you guys got on the call, or every time you guys, or you know, every time you guys saw each other in person, you were just like, uh, this is awful. Like this is not gonna go well. Right? The minute you lose that motivation, so does your client. And the minute your client loses that motivation, you do. So It's equally as important for you guys to have that epic relationship where you guys continuously talk about how to keep them motivated, about how to stay more positive, about how to reinforce that positivity within their life. Because once you lose that and you just like show up and hope that you can give them more strategy and hope that you can give them more tactics and hope that this call will go well and all of these things, they end up losing motivation and end up stopping their contracts, stopping their payments, disappearing, canceling, you know, or just not doing the things. And you're like, oh my goodness, have another month of this, right? So if both of you are only responsible for your results and both of you can have that beautiful coach client relationship and openly talk about the things that keep them motivated and act out of positivity, you stay committed to your mission. They stay committed to their mission, their internal, their internal desires, their deep, deep, deep internal desires. Then both of you will succeed in that relationship. Right? Some other tips on how to keep your clients motivated. Setting small goals is key. Key, key, key. Especially in this business coaching world, I see so many programs where they just, and, and health coaching too, where they overload the fuck out of clients. They charge, you know, $5,000, $6,000, $7,000 for a program. 
and then they overload their clients. They give them 35, I don't know, maybe not 35, maybe like 50, 50 modules or videos to watch. So many worksheets, so many calls, three calls a week. Then you have Slack and then you're expected to keep up with Slack. And it's just so overwhelming that I've seen so many people go through their first program and fall off. And just stop doing it halfway through or just not commit to entrepreneurship halfway through. And after the program, they're like, okay, that's it. Right? And that's why I always recommend less is more. Less and more integration and action is more. So in my Rise and Thrive group coaching, I actively teach on the calls And I have some follow-up modules. There's not a ton of modules. It's not a lot of different information. Some of it's just an introduction to the module. Some some of it's just um, a recap of the module. Um, There's a few things that you get different from the calls. But we do a lot of the work on the calls together. Because what I see is that people don't know how to implement it on their own. And so they get all these modules, they get all these things. This is the same thing for your clients. They get all of these things and it's like, oh, but it's so valuable because you get 500 hours of recorded videos from me. Who the fuck has 500 hours to watch? (laughs) Obviously that's an exaggeration, but maybe even like, you know, like 70 hours or 50 hours, like that's just a lot. You know, no, it's just overwhelming. The quickest way to success is by action. So in my course, I teach you how to take action and then In this upcoming um, Rise and Thrive cohort, I'm actually giving 16 extra office hours. So the previous cohort, I was giving one-on-one sessions and I realized it was a little bit overwhelming for people. um, And I realized that they needed a little bit more individualized help in between the calls. So at the beginning of the week, we are going to learn a new topic. And then at the end of the week, we're going to reflect together on our office hours or like midway throughout the week on our office hours of how you were implementing it. You can ask me any questions, help you move through it. And then we learn a new topic the next week. And not every single week is a new topic either, because who can absorb 16 weeks of new topics every single week? Same thing for your clients. If you go into every single call with new things every single week, you get paralyzed. They will get paralyzed. Think of when you were in school, learning a new topic for the first time, having to integrate it, having to remember it, having to revisit it, having to learn more about it, having to do all the work around it, the homework, blah, blah, blah. It was just too much, especially on top of life. (laughs) So... Small goals, small bite-sized pieces of information, less overwhelm gets your clients better results. If a business coach tells you to put so much into it so that you can show them how valuable it is and that you can give them so much extra support and so much extra information just to increase the value or justify that the program is the program price, the pros program price is the price. Oh my goodness. It's so difficult. Program price is the price. (laughs) Can you say that five times fast? Because I definitely cannot. (laughs) Um, then, then that's trying to justify by giving more shit. I justify my prices because that's the energy it's going to take me and you to actually show up for each other. That's it. That's it. Right. So set small goals and do not overwhelm your clients and take step backs. Make sure you have a method for tracking. Give your clients a method for tracking. How can they track their food, their habits, their feelings, their poop, 
everything and anything, their sex habits, their internal struggles, their internal dialogue in the morning. And how can we start to shift all of it? Again, if they have no method of tracking, how are they going to reflect? You know, as a health person or as somebody who, who is an expert at whatever you do, you, you are so accustomed to thinking about the things that you help people with. Right, But in the beginning, it wasn't always like that. You had to take a lot of energy, a lot of brain power to constantly reflect, what did I eat today? What did I think today? Did I stay on budget this week? You know, whatever spiritual coaches really help people with on a daily basis. I know my spiritual coach, Jess, um, we really just talk on the call. Sometimes we do a lot of deep internal work, deep meditation, deep hypnosis. But um, on a general sense, I'm constantly reflecting constantly updating her, constantly thinking, constantly noticing, constantly learning. So I'm constantly doing the reflection for myself and I do the journaling and I do the meditation on the in-between of the calls and I'm constantly reading, like I'm constantly doing the work. But for newer clients, like it's really difficult to get them to do that. So they have to have a way of tracking. Maybe it's a morning, maybe it's part of their morning routine and then their evening routine. And have them self-reflect. It is one of the main ways that you can hold your clients accountable. And most importantly, they can hold themselves accountable. Right? And then clients will say like, oh, I don't have time to do that. Or I don't remember. That's bullshit. (laughs) Do not feed into that. I've had so many health clients years ago tell me like, oh, I just, oh, I couldn't write anything down today. Okay, why not? Oh, well, I didn't eat and then I ate a bunch later on and then like it just didn't make sense to write it down. So I'll just do it tomorrow. And it's like, okay, well, let's write down what you do remember. And then we go through it and then they're like, oh, okay. It's a block. We choose not to do the things. We choose not to write things down because it makes us uncomfortable to actually realize, to actually look at our habits. Same thing with the Black Lives Matter movement right now. As white people, it's really difficult to confront systemic racism. It's really difficult to sit in that discomfort of how we have helped contribute to this. So therefore, there's a lot of people right now like not wanting to look at it, not wanting to do the work. And it takes consistent reflection, consistent learning, and acknowledging like the shitty things that we might have done, not focusing on the shitty parts, but seeing how we can change them. Because if you don't know what happened or you don't know what, how you contributed, how are you actively going to be an ally and help change this? Right? One of the main things that I'm taking away from this movement is that I have to fucking vote. I haven't voted ever. It's such a bad thing to admit, but I just never felt a reason to. And I need to vote. I need to vote. I've done a lot of work around learning like our current White House and our Congress. And right now I live in Texas and who makes up our Senate and all and who's our senators and blah, blah, blah. And when I'm listening to them, I'm like, oh my goodness, I, this needs to stop. (laughs) I disagree with this. Now I need to vote. Right? So we don't want to do the hard work because it makes us uncomfortable, but the uncomfortable things are the way that your clients are going to get to the other side. So whether it's with finances, whether it's with negative self-talk, whether it's with anxiety, like whatever it is, health, have them track their shit, track their mindset around it, track their feelings, track their habits, in whatever way makes sense for them. Okay? Last but not least, 
I always, always, always recommend to reduce the shitting on myself mentality. It goes back to that concept of not acknowledging ourselves. It goes back to the concept of not feeling good enough, of staying in a more positive mindset. Because the longer we stay down in that negativity, the more likely we are to not do the things to get us to the end result, right? And so if you are waking up in your business and feeling like you're not productive, feeling like you're not doing the things, feeling like you don't know what to do, it's easy to just say, oh my goodness, I'm not made for this, or oh my goodness, this is too hard. Versus, okay, that's interesting, I'm not going to shit on myself here because that's not going to do me good. I'm going to see why I feel the way I do. Why do I feel unproductive? Why do I feel like this isn't for me? Why am I finding this so difficult? There's a few things that happen here for any and all clients. So if you're a health coach, if you are a spiritual coach, life coach, whatever you are. Number one, it's the judgment we are placing on ourselves. It's the judgment we are placing on ourselves. What are you making it mean the fact that you are not productive? What does that word mean to you? And how can you redefine it? Most of the time, like productivity, we just think that like, and I did a whole podcast on it a few weeks ago, so make sure you go check it out. But um, most of the time we think productive is like getting all of the things done in our business, signing new clients every single week, doing all of the things every single day and having it be perfect. But the reality is, is that that's not the way it works for anybody, anybody. There are days where you're going to feel emotionally exhausted, physically exhausted, and you just don't have the energy capacity to do the things that you had planned out. And there are going to be times when you don't even know what to do. And that's why it's so important to have a coach. And in all of my coaching programs, I help you guys really, really hone in on this reducing on the shitting myself mentality. Because I noticed if I compared myself to other entrepreneurs that started in the first group coaching program that I ever did... I realized that I was just always coming onto the calls and just sharing wins like, oh, I created my program or, oh, I created the first module or, oh, I have an outline of the program. Oh, I actually showed up on my mini trainings this week. Oh my goodness, I did this. Oh my goodness, I did that. Yes, there were a bunch of other things that I fucking didn't do and there's always things on my list that I just keep prolonging. That's fine. I'm a human. But I noticed that the people who were like me who kept coming back and saying, oh my goodness, this is amazing, oh my goodness, I did this, oh my goodness, I did that, were the ones who were still in business, were the ones who really took the action and succeeded during the program and after the program. But what I noticed was that the more people stayed down and were unable to pull themselves out of that negative spiral, then those were the, this isn't a proper sense, we're going to go with it, those were the people that didn't succeed, that are no longer in business, that didn't even try to launch or has one failed launch and didn't do anything or two failed launches and didn't do anything or signed on a few clients and then just gave up, right? On a daily basis for you and your clients, I want you to notice your your judgments on yourself. If you feel down, why? So you didn't get the clients you wanted. What are you making that mean? That person didn't sign up. What are you making that mean? It means there's nobody else out there in the world who's going to pay me and, oh my goodness, I'm not going to hit my income goal that month. Okay, beautiful. What does that mean to you? 
what does not meeting your goal mean to you? It means that you suck as an entrepreneur. It means that you're not made for this. It means that it's too hard. No, my love, there are always so many times you're not going to hit your income goal. It doesn't mean we don't, it doesn't mean we stop. It just means we get to keep going. We get to be so happy, so confident about our capabilities that there is more out there. So it's always, always, always important to reduce that shitting on myself mentality and noticing the judgments and reframing them. Okay, so I didn't hit my goal. That client didn't sign or I lost that client. They didn't re-sign. Okay, what am I doing about this? How can I move forward? Because staying down there with that shitty mentality is not going to help you or anybody else in this world. (laughs) I guarantee that. And so it's not that we just ignore the negative feelings. It's simply that we give more power to the things we actually want more of. And so if you don't want more of the shittiness, then don't focus on the shittiness. Shift it all the time. All the time. Because you're never going to get everything done. You're never going to always succeed in your typical definition of success. So redefine all of those things and help your clients do it, which is why it's so important to really, really get deep with your clients to, the, to those internal pain points, those internal struggles, because the more that they can attack those, the more their external will, um, will reflect their internal, right? And that's why it's so important to incorporate the client's whole life, their whole life, And everything they experience impacts their ability to show up for themselves. So with that being said, if you guys want to learn from me how to become a more confident coach, become a more successful entrepreneur, and you're in the beginning stages of your business, my Rise and Thrive group coaching program is for you. It is a 16-week group coaching program where we go through how to connect to your deep mission, how to develop that deep mission, and how to stay motivated by it. A little bit about what we talked about today and previously in my podcasts. We also talk about how to connect to your ideal client, how to market, how to use your deep mission and market to the deep internal and external pain points of your clients, how to develop a product suite that you are so confident in So that you can not only launch during the program, you're going to at least launch one time throughout the four months, depending on where you are in your, in your business, but also you can have products afterwards, product ideas, products built out the backbone of the product built out moving forward. Then we're going to talk about sales, the mindset behind sales questions. You get to ask how to sell in the DMS, all of those things. I'm an epic salesperson, in case you didn't know, and I've been doing this for a very, very long time. And then the last month, everybody launches. If you haven't already, you can launch. Honestly, you can launch as often as you want, but leading up to that last month, you will get so much clarity. You'll have so many connections, so many leads that by the time you launch, you 100% will be signing clients. And so this is for the person who wants a strong foundation to get their first few thousand dollars in their business or their next few thousand dollars in their business who really, really need structure, accountability, and a group. And you want my my eyes, my knowledge on your programs. Um, The link is in the application and my bio on Instagram. I will also link it below so you guys can apply. The landing page will be live in a few days depending on when you are actually listening to this or updated accordingly. I hope you guys got massive value out of this. 
and I will see you guys soon.